1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show.
2: L-M-F-M. It's Monday again. The April showers are getting you down. You're stuck in your winter clothes. Good. Will it ever be summer? Oh. Hang on, though. Can you feel that? It's the hint of a warm breeze on your face. I can hear the sea. The sand feels warm between my toes. Go on now, reach for the sunglasses. There it is, the big beautiful ball is in the sky. Summer's on the way, can you smell it? Maybe if I play enough songs with sun or summer in the title, it might actually happen. Don Henley, boys, a summer. How are we getting on this Monday morning? Sinead Brazzle here with you for two hours of just positivity, I think, and just feel good vibes. Lots of people getting in touch already on 086-1800-658 with their date of birth. Why are they doing that, you might ask? Well... Our fantastic numerologist, Grania Tyndall, is going to be back with us and she is always so popular every single time she is on. So all you need to do is send me your date of birth, OK? And Grania is going to do her wizardry. I don't understand it. It's numerology. She'll set you on the right path in life, essentially, or she'll tell you where you're going. She'll give you some clarity and we could do with it. We could do with it. Now, as well as that, she's going to be talking about the Saturn return. What? Yeah, the Saturn return. Oh, oh, I'm getting a tingle. It's 11-11-11. Can I just stop for a second there? It just started. 11-11-11. This is very significant there in numerology. All those kind of numbers and meanings and things like that. Just out of the corner, corner of my eye, the clock went 11-11-11. You see, we're lining it up right. We really are. Um, Grania will explain all that as well. But the Saturn return, what is this? Well, the first I've heard of it was Emma Watson has said she's come out of her COVID cocoon, uh, marking her 33rd birthday. She had an Instagram post and she said that uh, she stepped away from life at the age of 29 due to an astrological event known as Saturn return, which essentially signifies a period of transformation and great upheaval in your life. So she says, uh, I'm very acquainted with the Saturn return. And she did things like, you know, surfing, horse riding, cooking, playing golf. She went to therapy. She directed a commercial. She started a women's environmental investment fund. She adopted a dog. All things that she's been doing away from the limelight. And you might be thinking, okay, that's all right for her. She's made millions in the acting world. You know, she can sort of step away from life or whatever. But what about the rest of us paying the mortgage, right? Yeah. Well, look, I'm somebody that is very open minded. Okay, I like to investigate things that are a little bit out there in terms of, you know, I suppose, guides in life and things that might assist or help us. Right. So I've done a little digging into this. Apparently, the Saturn return happens around the age of 27. So I'm probably not going through my Saturn return, but it can be a period in your life when sort of things are going awry. You know, you start to question, where am I going What's my purpose? What am I doing? What's this journey calls life all about? You know, this kind of stuff. And it could be, you know, you feel like annoyed by your life. You could be sad. You could be whatever about it. You're sort of in a state of flux, I'm going to say. But Grania is going to be chatting to us about this. She has experienced the Saturn return. Uh, so she's very, very well equipped into into this. I think she might be going through her second one. There's a couple of these in your life, apparently. So the first one happens around twenty seven. I don't know, I can't really remember. I, You know, my Saturn return, I'm sure it probably was a disaster. I can't really remember any kind of great change in my life around that time. I don't know. But anyway, it's about transformation and if you're feeling a bit sort of all over the place, I think the second one is when you're in your late 50s as well. And then there's another one that happens apparently between 80s and 90s as well. So look, Grania is going to explain all this. But as well as that, she is going to give you some readings. So loads of you getting in touch. If you're feeling like, oh, just... Just meh. What's going on? I need direction. I need something. I need someone to give me a sign. I need a sign from the universe. Well, maybe Grania can help. Send me in your date of birth now 086 1800 658. And we get Grania to do some of those readings a little bit later on.
0: What about?
2: There's pink what about Us and LMFM's eleven to one. Time is ticking to grab tickets to the biggest international music event. It's coming up. Okay, details on that. Plus, I've got music from a man who appeared on U.S. television. The man will stop at nothing to break the U.S. market. We're going to have music from Keen Duckrow as well.
1: Oh, L-M-F-M. The eleven to one show.
2: See you. You have to stand out, don't you, when you're trying to enter into the music world. And Duck Duckrow is certainly doing that. He's going viral on TikTok in recent months uh, for his flash mob performances. Uh, So he gets choirs and in some instances as well, even a live full orchestra. And he pops up in, you know, shopping malls, coffee shops, that kind of thing. He's been essentially terrifying and thrilling audiences in equal measure. And he's in the US and he managed to surprise the host of popular US morning show, Today by spontaneously bursting into song and she was like so confused by this. Now either that or she's a very good actor uh, but it seems to me that she didn't know that this was going to happen and uh, he just had this amazing performance with a choir that were in the crowd, just looked like a normal crowd but was in fact a choir absolutely brilliant. Duck Duckrow, he is on the rise he really is. I'll be waiting I'm sitting here thinking as that's going on I'm sitting here thinking going I would love to be part of a flash mob do you remember like that was such a big thing the flash mobs a couple of years ago and I just thought it was amazing just to be you know wandering around minding your own business then bam flash mob. I would absolutely love it. I really would. Uh, Pity I'm not really that great at dancing, though. That's the only downside to this. Uh, If you are a music fan, by the way, time is ticking. Yes, it really is ticking because the final remaining tickets to the Eurovision Song Contest in Liverpool are set to go on sale at 12 midday today. So it's a limited number of tickets to the nine live shows uh, in the ACC Liverpool Arena. And uh, they're going to be released today. Now, they say they are selling them through Ticketmaster UK. So regardless of what country you are booking from, fans are encouraged to create an account, OK, for Ticketmaster UK. So hopefully you have that done if you are looking for, for tickets. Um, They uh, sold out, by the way, back in March. Uh, they sold out in something like a half an hour, ridiculously quickly. So um, they're going to release these limited, limited, limited number of tickets. Uh, so if you are refreshing the page or hanging on to log on to Ticketmaster UK the best of luck I hope you get tickets the semi-final will be broadcast on the BBC on May the 9th and May the 11th with the grand final on May the 13th also uh, being shown in cinemas as well which is uh, fantastic so look fingers crossed as always, uh, for the Irish entry. But uh, that is happening midday today. Something that happened over the weekend and I'm thrilled to announce that Meath, the county, Royal County, has a new rose representing them this year for the Rose of Tralee. I want to congratulate Lane Galvin is her name. She was selected by the judges at a very glitzy glam affair. I was looking at all the social media posts uh, in trim over the weekend. Uh, So wishing her all the best of luck and really, really hopefully she will make it all the way to Trilly and uh, apparently there was a huge uh, talent on the stage on Saturday night. The judges had a very, very tough job to try and crown the overall winner, but there you go. Lane Galvin representing the Royal County. the course with Breathless. want to dedicate that one to Joan Mooney she's in Lobenstown she's celebrating a birthday happy birthday best wishes coming in from Margaret and the family so hope you're having a fantastic day Joan now food glorious food on the show today because the 2023 blossin heron Awards are back and food producers in this area we are looking for you to submit entries we're going to be joined by Maraid Finnegan she's local food producer from Kells with Roll It Pastry and we're also going to be joined by Artie Clifford he's the founder of the Blossom Heron Awards and he's going to talk us through all about this year's event. We're going to chat to them next.
1: Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, oh,
2: L-M-F-M. Now in their 16th year, the biggest competition for quality Irish produce in Ireland is back as Blasna Heron. The Irish Food Awards are officially open for applications. Food producers of the Northeast, this is your chance to showcase your amazing products and pick up in a prestigious award and hopefully put you on the map. Earn kudos with your customers with an award like this. One lady who has earned herself numerous awards for her product is Mairead Finnegan from Roll Pastry based in Kells. And joining Mairead is Artie Clifford. He's founder of the Blossna Naharan Awards. You're very welcome to 11 to 1, both of you. How are you? Hi, good. Good. How are you, Sinead? I'm great, Marie. I'm great. And Artie, we have you there as well? Yeah, i indeed Sinead, yeah. Great You're to right. have you Great to have you both on the show. Artie, I'm going to start off with yourself, first of all, because you came up with these awards. Uh, what a great way to champion local producers. Tell me, where did the idea come from?
3: Uh, I suppose, Sinead, I was a food producer. I was running a seafood um, factory. um doing all sorts of chowders and patties and smoked fish. And I was talking to another producer and we were complaining to one another about the fact that there was no accreditation in Ireland for uh, food producers. So I suppose looking to give ourselves a clap on the back. Um, I stepped back and there was no award, so I started it. So 16 years ago um, was the first bluff.
2: I and love that.
3: From strength to strength.
2: I love that that you've kind of you notice this, you know, need because it is a need. And I'm going to say these are the the Irish Food Oscars, these awards. These are so prestigious. And to set this up. And like you say, you didn't. There was nothing like this out there. And, you know, there are so many amazing producers in this country that deserve the recognition.
3: Absolutely, Sinead. A lot of the producers out there um, are head down, uh, stuck in the business. And it's nice to recognise them for the quality of the food that they produce. Um, the awards have grown from 36 categories in the first year to over 146 now. Wow. Um, and the entries have gone from, I think we had 400 entries the first year and last year we had just shy of 3,000.
2: Oh, that is some amount of entries all right to be going through. So, So talk to me about how the awards themselves work then. There's, as you say, lots of different categories involved here.
3: Okay, so um, I suppose the awards don't work without the entries, Um, but in the very beginning, um, I looked at other food awards throughout the world and how they were managed and run, and I sat down with the University College in Cork with Professor Joe Kerry, and I said, how do we judge food on a level playing field and he said well we'd use blind sensory analysis and i said well have we got one and he said no but we can develop one so we sat down we looked at how you'd judge uh, multi-category foods um and we came up with a system which on the third year was published as a scientific report and recognized globally so the system is very straightforward and very simple it's um Objective and subjective, mm. so there's headings and scoring mechanism that runs from zero to twelve, and each product is looked at under a different heading so appearance uh, aroma texture, flavor um overall satisfaction, and the thing called mass appeal and it's the numbers and that's the beauty of it is um all the judges are their their scoring is recognised on an individual basis, then that's collated and divided it so it's in numbers. Uh, so you can't argue with the number.
2: No, so you definitely can't. You definitely can't. And as you say, it's such a criteria that they have to go through.
3: Yeah, it's, um, it, we strip away everything except the product. The product, when they enter, when a product is entered in Heronic, it's assigned a unique number. And that's like its boarding pass. Uh, so that number follows through so, for instance, if you were judging black pudding. Yeah. So it's taken out, it's prepared by the chefs, it's put on a plate with a unique number, and the judges then score that number. They're not told anything else other than it's black pudding.
2: Okay, so they um, don't know where it comes from, they don't know anything about no. the producer, nothing like that. So there's no bias in this, which is, you know, no. very important. Yeah. exception
3: You know, if somebody has a large marketing budget and they said, you know, they're best in the world, well, that that marketing budget is removed. Mm -hmm. The identification of the product is as it is and its number. So um, it removes all preconceptions of what the product should
2: be. Yes. And so, you know, so something like this, very difficult to judge. So tell me a little bit about the judges then, who I presume it's the sort of cream of the crop in terms of chefs, that kind of thing.
3: Chefs, um, food writers, uh, buyers from independent retail stores, um, home cooks um very important mm. and uh, then people with who are trained in sensory analysis
2: okay, so a very wide range of 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 judge as well and you yeah. know having a, a blossom the heron award as I mentioned there in the in the intro, a massive stamp of approval like this is a big deal for a local producer
3: uh it puts them on the map mm. um straight away they will get the publicity attached to it, but it also um over the years the accreditation and the symbol has become the shopper's guide to quality food and quality Irish food we yeah. know that um in a survey done um a couple of years ago that uh producers saw an increase in sales of over 20% once they'd um received the accreditation and the accreditation was visible to the consumer.
2: Amazing so that is a, a incentive enough to get the entries going. We're going to come back to you in a second Artie. I want to bring in the fantastic Mairead who has picked up numerous awards. Mairead great to have you on the programme. Chat to me about your amazing role at pastry. I mean first of all it must be amazing to receive so many different <laughs> food awards.
4: Yeah no it's great. Um, yeah it's it's definitely and I think as Artie said Bloss is, uh, is the Irish one which everyone wants to, to to win, um, and I think I suppose from from my point of view, I have um, it's an all butter um, um, pastry that mm-hmm. I produce, and it's all using using only Irish butter. So I've seen myself as it's very much an Irish product, with a sort of an Irish. Um, Kind of Irish ingredients and quality, good quality Irish butter, which there isn't any other um, Irish butter pastry on the market at the moment. So, yeah, and it's we do a range of, um, we do an Irish butter puff pastry, a two types of short crust, a sweet short crust and a plain short crust, and then we do a gluten free short crust oh, as well, which is made with butter.
2: That's the music so, to my ears, now The gluten free uh, <laughs> one, as a celiac, I mean, it's fantastic yeah. to see you breaking into that market, and you know, it can be so so tricky uh, for producers to to actually go that route, uh, the gluten-free route, because you have to worry about all sorts of things like cross-contamination, all that sort of stuff.
4: Exactly. Well, that was, I mean, the, 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 the original idea was the, the, the regular pastry then, when I was doing super, um, supermarket tastings and doing fairs and markets and things like that. So many people asked me, what about a gluten-free version? And I, it's something I hadn't really thought about until, and then I looked into it, because it seemed to be the demand. So I've um, come up with the recipe and I've actually outsourced that now. There's a bakery in Cork that makes that for me too. To my recipe um, which leaves me
2: free here in Kells just to do my my regular my yes. regular pastry and Can, in, can, um, can we kitchen. circle yes. back to that point that you just said there is a market out there Mairead oh, so there is, for yeah. other food producers that might be kind of you know thinking that this gluten free thing is a fad there's a huge market and people like me we need to have produce like this in yeah, our lives we I, really I think do it's
4: hard to and I think like you know I think a lot of maybe people jumped on the bandwagon of gluten free and, and mm. some of the gluten free products are not that great so to me it meant a lot to make something that was as as good as my existing products um, and really get the recipe right so that it is a quality product It's not just something I've knocked out just because it's gluten-free.
2: Yeah um, and, uh, and actually just to let you know because we were chatting myself and Artie earlier on and uh, Artie you had mentioned something to me didn't you about uh, Marie's fantastic gluten-free pastry?
3: Yeah one of the um, judges commented to me afterwards to say that uh he could not do it and this this certain chef would consider himself the ability to do anything uh, <laughs> and he said there's absolutely no he no way he could replicate and he's traveled the world and he said he has never come across a pastry that's in that dietary specific area yeah that, you can't tell the difference.
2: There you right. go. Well, High you praise. Now, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. That's great yeah, no, to that's hear. That's good. And
4: that's why it's, It's you know, and I think um, the awards for small businesses, like when you're starting off, and like myself, you're kind of working on your own. And, you know, you create something that's an idea. And then you think, really, is it, you know, and you enter it. The awards are great for that because you do get that. It gives you that boost of confidence, yes. I think, with um you know, when you get in there and you get an award, and um, even to be shortlisted, and then you sort of think, right, well maybe I ha- maybe this is a good idea, because when you're, as I say, when you're working on your own, it can be kind of a lonely place, and then mm-hmm. you 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 get involved in some something like the awards, and it can be um, it can be
2: so good for it you, really and can for your business. It really can, and that imposter syndrome comes in sometimes as well. That oh, it little niggle of doubt
4: still does. I mean, I've been doing it a few years now, and every so often you get to think, you know, we all get that. I think yeah. that's natural. That but is think, natural. Yeah, and it it it. it creates a kind of community as well because you get to know other producers through it as well and um it does it, it definitely um it definitely gives you gives the business a boost and personally a boost as well.
2: Yeah because like you you started as you say back in 2013 literally at the at the kitchen table this is where the idea yeah, sort of came to yeah, you.
4: Yeah yeah literally at the kitchen table I haven't moved too far right? I have my kitchen now it, it's, it's still near the house but it's <laughs> it's it's not at the kitchen table anymore but yeah it just seemed to me like a a good idea. Um, I would have been. I mean, I've always loved cooking, but mm. I don't come from a, a food background. But I just knew that, um, you know, looking through recipe books, I'd have mountains of them. So they would be uh, always say, you know, don't make your own puff pastry, or if you're buying puff pastry or pastry, but make sure it's all butter.
0: Yeah.
4: And I just found it very hard to find all butter pastry, and uh, so the idea came around. I thought, it was like, well, there must be a market for it, and also. We have Irish butter which is supposed to be the best in the world oh yeah I, you know why we don't have that and we should be kind of tapping into that so yeah that was um that was, the idea. That was the idea yeah and, and I, I mean, mean you know
2: as you say like when you're when you're baking I'm like oh look at I wouldn't be the most confident now in the kitchen particularly when it comes to baking but you know not only is this you know super convenient but it's given people like me confidence in the kitchen are you finding yeah. that from the customers that they're saying I'm so yeah, much more confident Yeah and I find
4: yeah. you know it's such a range of customers from people like um you say I mean there's, there's there's people that would be really great cooks and really great and cook things, but they really struggle with pastry. Mm. Um, there's also, you know, I find I get a lot of older customers and people, you know, you get the phone call from the, oh, I used to make all my own pastry, but yeah. I don't really do that anymore. But yours is, you know, very close to homemade, which is the, the ultimate compliment really for me, because that's really what I wanted to achieve is, you know, this is something that tastes like something that you're, you know, you you might remember your mum had in the freezer and popped out for making an apple tart. It's not something that's processed, um, not mass production and... You know, has the, has that quality taste that yeah. um, that you would associate with homemade?
2: Yeah, oh, completely, completely. And you know, with the Bloss and the Heron, uh, not only are you encouraging food producers to enter, but you're very much involved in the backyard at Bloss event that's happening in the Noll this Thursday. Tell us a little bit yeah. about this. Yeah, that's um, well, I'm just
4: uh, I'm just attending that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's one of the things that Bloss um, does as well as as supports um, producers and um, that does have these events where you get to. Um, Meet with and listen to advice from some of the people who have been in this business for years. Um, you know, they're great mentors. Um, people who have been in, involved with, you know, working for bigger retailers yeah. or working for, um, you know, on a production level as well. I mean, I've recently. Um, trying to scale up some of my equipment so through the blast people I was able to get in contact with someone who would be able to help me with things like that. The event on Thursday is, you know, you get a lot of people who would work for some of the, you know, some of the bigger um, retailers and mm-hmm. um, just advise you on what you need to do when you kind of go in front of these people or when you want to, if you if you want to, because not not everybody wants to scale up to massive levels, but if you choose to, whatever level you want to, that there's someone there you can you can talk to and they, they just get, help you along the way So, yeah, so I think there's two different events, Archie. There's an event, there's a marketing and PR event, and then there's a sort of presenting your business event. And as I say, these sort of backyard, what they call events, are, are very helpful, very useful. Um, for yeah. just getting a bit of support and just getting a few ideas and just networking well networking I don't particularly it's not really networking but just talking to just, other people yeah, and getting ideas is. and uh, creating a community really because yeah. you can be very much um, and I think a lot of people feel like that you, you know you're kind of on your
2: own yeah and yeah, it's Artie great for that Artie just to bring you back in here as Mairead said it is it's so so important because a lot of the people the local producers are very much in their own bubble so a great way to, to interact with this event on Thursday
3: Uh, Absolutely Um, and I think Mireille has said it all there Um, we came up with the idea a couple of years ago um, because there was a space beside the office during the the event in October and uh, I said you know the one thing that we're not giving back is um, education and the tools Mm. and how to run the business and I thought back to when I was in food production and the one thing uh, I didn't have was the support or the uh, education from people within the industry. And you've got it from people who, you know, really know what they're talking about. Like we on Thursday, we have uh, Maligy O'Connor, who used to be a buyer with a lot of the big retailers, Um, now runs an independent consultancy firm. But he'll talk about how to prepare for a meeting with a buyer.
2: Oh, very you know, yeah, useful,
3: to, I, yeah. I was going into big retailers to sell a product and my negotiation skills were new. Mm. Uh, and therefore, you know, their job is to get the best deal and my job was to get the best deal, but they were better at it. So yeah. uh, we saw the kind of niche gap there. And to learn about the overseas markets, like one of our speakers will be talking about the chain, the supply chain and how you work. We um, we we're, we're in touch with Buyers from both the UK and all over the world who are looking for good food. And Botna and accredited food uh, is recognized now throughout the world as the creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. So to bring those people, and Maraid said it there, with the networking, sometimes it's not the information that's coming from the platform but it's the person sitting beside you who says, oh, Gina, I had the same old problem as well. You know, I was looking for that machine or I was trying to do this or I was trying to do that. And it's that, you know, we have a mission statement in BLAS which says uh, to find the very best food, to recognize it as the very best food, to bring it to the attention of the consumers and the person between the consumers, so the retailer or the wholesaler, but also the last sentence is, it's to create a network of Irish food producers. And yeah. we've seen through the years, as I said in 16 years ago, there was 400 entries, now over 3,000.
2: That's some you network, Arty. Some but network. You
3: get the mixture of people all at different stages in the industry. And yeah. as Murray said, sometimes you just want to stay at one level, mm. and then sometimes you want to push my on. My mistake was I, to- I, to- I thought, you know, dealing with massive amounts um, was the way to go and I had a turnover which was incredible but it's not about turnover it's mm. about profit. Yeah. So sometimes you're better off staying in a situation where you you can handle it, your head can handle it and your bank can handle it.
2: Yeah very important so, advice Artie, very important. So when is the closing date for entries then for this?
3: 17th of May Sinead is the last day for entry.
2: 17th of May. So irishfoodawards.com that's the best place for people to go and find more information. Perfect, perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, I I don't envy the judges uh, for all the uh, tasting that they're going to have to do for this year for 2023 but I want to thank both of you so much for taking the time out to have a chat with me uh, this morning about this. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sinead. Thank you, Sinead. Thank you so much. Artie Clifford and uh, Mairead Finnegan there. Mairead's website, by the way, rollitpastry.com. You can check it out. And Irishfoodawards.com. That closing date, May 17th.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
0: LMFN Northeast update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 818
2: On this day in 1916, the 1916 Easter proclamation of the Irish Republic was read out on the 24th of April by Podrick Pierce on the steps of the GPO in Dublin. It was the beginning of a week-long attempt by the Irish rebels to end British control in Ireland. And today Is Screaming Day. Yeah. Screaming Day. So if you're frustrated with life, just have a good scream and things will be all right. LMFM Northeast Update
0: with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Sometimes I feel like throw my hands up in the...
2: Florence and the Machine, rumoured to be working on new music. Excited for that. We're heading towards 12 news after that. Are you in your Saturn return? Numerologist Grania Tyndall is going to shed some light on this. Plus, our favourite celebrities head back to the jungle.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
2: It's back, and so are some of our favourite celebrities more on the spin off series of I'm a Celeb after Niall Horan and his slow hands. Earlier on, I was talking about the Eurovision and the fact that the tickets went on sale at midday. Limited number. I'd say they're gone already, but anyway, i uh, getting a message on 086 1800 658. Never mind the Eurovision. What about the O'Connell's GFC Castle Bellingham lip sync in the fairways this bank holiday season In uh, at 8 o'clock? Tickets are on sale now in Burns Pub, McBride's, uh, or from any of the acts. I need more information. What's going to happen? Who, what? Can, do we have any idea what songs they're going to perform to. I do love a lip sync battle, and if it's raising funds as well for the club, it's for a worthy cause. Uh, thank you so much for sending that in. You know we love to hear, by, by the way, from from you when it comes to community events, things like that. You can get in touch with us and your event could end up on the community diary if you wish as well. So you can get in touch with us zero four one nine eight three two thousand. Now, uh, the celebs are returning tonight to our screens for the first series of I'm a Celebrity South Africa. So, this is a bit of a spin-off one, right? No, Most memorable campmates who survived the Australian jungle are going to be battling it out in the South African bush and it starts tonight. Shall we meet some of the celebs that'll be coming on our screens tonight? Here we go.
0: Are you ready for me? Because I'm ready for you. Yeah, boom! I'm Janice Dickinson and I'm a supermodel. One of my favourite experiences from the last time I did the show, I took a shine to deck. Are you single? Are you single?
1: I'm Jordan Banjo, best known for being a member of the dance group Diversity. I get asked all the time, because you did, I'm a celebrity, did you get over your fear of snakes? And I always say, absolutely not, no.
0: (laughs) I'm back! My name is Carol Vorderman, probably most famous for doing the maths on Countdown. The reason why I want to do it again is because I loved every second.
5: (laughs)
4: My name's Amir Khan, I'm two-time world boxing champion. I'm happily retired now. People will always remember me for stealing the strawberries. So eat me With... eat
0: them and say it's
1: the wrong answer. Uh, it was only a pack of strawberries. I'm not gonna be that softy that I was before. Ah! I want to prove
5: everyone wrong. My name is Fatima Whitbread. You probably know me best as the former international athlete, javelin thrower and world champion. The first time I was in I'm a Celebrity was 11 years ago. I think I was probably more known for the cockroach incident. (laughs) It's got me bit is, I'm sure there's going to be a lot worse to come
2: oh Fatima there's going to be so much worse to come lots more celebs joining them and it uh, starts tonight on Virgin Media what time is it on hang on let me just check our notes here oh come on scroll down for me come on come on come on nine nine o'clock there you go
0: the buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip
1: on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Chris Evans has says he doesn't mind fans asking if he'd ever go back to Marvel as Captain
3: America.
0: Here's what he said.
3: Oh, it's
1: not annoying at all. I love that role. I love that chapter
3: of my life. Um, and it's because of that love that I'm apprehensive about doing anymore because I'm I'm just so precious about it. You know, you don't want to tarnish this great thing that I got to be a part of.
1: I'm a Celeb, South Africa is back on our screens today. The show will be full of past contestants like Carol Vorderman, Helen Flanagan and Sean Ryder as they fight out to become king or queen of South Africa. The show was recorded last summer so there'll be no voting by the public and it airs on Virgin Media One tonight. Lewis Capaldi has revealed how he filmed his new Netflix documentary during lockdown.
0: How I'm Feeling Now is streaming on Netflix Now. Basically lived with me in my flat in my parents' house for the best part of two and a half years and I hated like walking around in public with the cameras and all the rest of it because I, I feel like if it was me looking at someone else do that I'd be like oh, look at this little loser look at this loser who does this person think they are walking around with a camera and all the rest of it so, um, so yeah I I preferred it when they were not around but I am really pleased with what they got and I think that's the thing to really if you really want a sort of Brought like honest portrayal of who you are, or whatever. I guess you have to sort of have them around you all the time.
1: That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy.
2: The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Now back to the music. Here's the latest from Ed Sheeran. if he went through his Saturn return because, you know, as he opened up recently ahead of the release of that latest album, he did talk about the effect that the death of his best friend had on him, the fact that his wife was going through cancer treatment while pregnant with their second child. He was sued as well, uh, as well for his music and everything else. So maybe maybe Ed Sheeran did have some sort of a because apparently this is what happens now we're going to learn more about this very very shortly but apparently this is what happens a lot of kind of challenges come into your life a lot of turbulence and then this transformation happens we're going to be chatting about the Saturn return a lot of celebrities talking about this everybody from Emma Watson to Adele chatting about this we're going to have more information from our numerologist Grania Tindall plus she's going to do some of her famous readings and judge them from the text maybe I shouldn't tell you to text in there's so many but Go on. Give me your date of birth. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight.
1: The eleven to one show.
2: Oh, Actress Emma Watson recently took to Instagram to say she has come out of her COVID cocoon, revealing she stepped away from life at the age of 29 due to an astrological event known as Saturn Return. And in fact, she's not the only celebrity talking about this. Adele said the period in her life leading up to creating the album 30, you know, her divorce, weight loss, all had to do with this Saturn Return. So it has me thinking, what the heck is the Saturn Return? How much havoc or benefit does it have on our lives? Well, only one lady can tackle this subject for us. I'm delighted to have her back on the show. Grania Tyndall, numerologist from Numbers for Success, is back with me. Grania, good afternoon. And good afternoon to you, Sinead. Lovely to be on your show again. Great to have you back. I knew when I heard this floating around that you were the lady for the job with this. What on earth is the Saturn return?
4: Yes. Well, firstly, I I am, as you rightly say, I'm an international numerologist. I'm not an astrologer, but I certainly have lots of knowledge. So based on what I know and understand, Saturn return is something we all go through, Sinead. And Saturn is sometimes called the Lord of Karma that has a good ring to it doesn't yeah. it and it basically means that in life we all have karmic debt and lessons to learn and so Saturn is in our chart at the moment the light hits the maturity gland and we're in we're born and so that's what astrologers look at they look at someone's chart and exactly the planetary alignments now wherever Saturn was when you were born it takes approximately 27 to 29 years or thereabouts to go around your chart again to be where it was when you came in. Does that make sense? Okay, that does make yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah. So I know it's a bit tricky, so I'm trying to make it as uh, as easy as possible for everyone. And, you know, so therefore, in life, we generally have about three opportunities to go through a Saturn return. So in Emma Watson's case, she claims it's around the age of 29.
2: Mm-hmm. And then her next one will be when she's 58. Okay. Um, so it's not the, the same age for everybody then, is it not? No. Oh, no. interesting, Grania. Because no. I thought I, I, I was thought I must have missed my Saturn for twenty seconds. <laughs> ah, you haven't today. <laughs> <eight? laughs> no, <laughs>
4: we all. It's like a rebirth. And you mean Saturn? Um, the in, it's, the word Saturn, the name Saturn is also called Kronos. and Cronos is the god uh, in Greek mythology of time. Yes and chronology and so forth, the the you know the measure of time. Mm. So it really is about time and we're all given an opportunity in life as I would in my own work as a numerologist. I would call it soul return. Astrology call it Saturn return. It's just a little bit different. But basically what it means is that we have an opportunity to come into maturity. So for Emma and Adele, as you mentioned, when we hit a certain age, 27, 28, 29 or thereabouts, um, we are given an opportunity to come into a time of maturity. Mm-hmm. You're going from, into adulthood, if you will. And then by the time you get into your late 50s, you are in a period of sort of the the wise one. And then the latter one is the, normally the late 80s, early
2: 90s, you're in your crone or okay. your wizard, or your wise one, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So you've experienced this. Are you you go- Did you mention to me that you're going through your second one? Was that what you said? I know, to me? I'm giving my age away now. Yes, yeah. I am. Okay. I'm
4: yeah, I'm in my second one. So my first one for me was when I was 29. Mm-hmm. That was when I had my first child. I moved back from Canada. Uh, from living there for years. So there's a huge change. So I went into maturity, if you will. And it was the beginning of a major part of my journey to be a parent, to be a mother. The next period I'm in right now, I'm just in it. It's about another complete other rebirth. My children are all grown up. So now it's a time to really rebirth me. And hopefully if I get into my early 90s, which would be for me, that would be another time of the crown arising. Okay, (laughs) There you
2: go. And and how would we know, aside from the dates and stuff like that, how would we actually know? Is there any sort of physical or mental stuff going on with us that we would kind of signify this Saturn return happening? Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, it's a brilliant question. It goes on for a year as well.
2: Oh, God, right. So if it's grim, on then... On then a <laughs> year. It
4: really feels like a new beginning. Okay. It feels like things naturally come to a conclusion. It could be ends of relationships. It could be beginning of relationships. It could be the birth of a child. It could be a loss it can be anything significant. And I know when you mentioned about Emma Watson, she's Mm. very interesting. Like she started her own production company and so forth from what you shared. So, you know, it really is a rebirth. It's a time of growing up. That's what the first Saturn return is. And it really is a time to embrace you know, um, the new sort of level of awareness as well. That's what I believe it is. And we all go through it. Mm. You know, we all do. So I know in my work as a numerologist, I can pinpoint very specific ages when I do a, a session with people that are specific to the person yeah. as to when there was times of awakening. So it's similar to the Saturn return. We have a little bit more in numerology. It's called soul return, where your soul goes back to where it was when you came in.
2: Oh, okay. Very interesting. And like you say, people, if they want to get in touch with you, you can go into that in in, in more detail. Uh, People can reach out that way. And, you know, like in terms of, say, you know, maximising this period of transition, like that's a really important thing, isn't it? Yes, it would. And,
4: you know, we are given opportunities in life that present themselves. Sometimes it can be through hard lessons. Mm-hmm. But if we're aware of ourselves and who we are, as, as I always say, Shakespeare said, to the known self be true. So when you're true to who you really are and you know who you are you you know, you really got to know yourself. Therefore, when situations occur, you're aware that it's a part of a karmic debt or a lesson, but equally it can also guide us onto the next stage of our journey. So I think yes, it's very important. I mean we're all creative beings. We've been created. So it's a time and an opportunity to really embrace the the life experience and the knowledge you have. Even if it's been hard, it's to utilize it to bring it into a more I suppose, uplifting and positive way.
2: Absolutely, and, and we're going to do that for some people very shortly. But before I do, you have a fantastic podcast and the episode, late episode that you have now, is going into detail about this rare eclipse that we've experienced. Talk to me about yeah. this and why this is significant. Oh, yes,
4: very significant. Um, well, on the 20th of April, we had that major full solar eclipse and it was seen, as we probably may have seen it yourself, down around Australia. Yes, Zealand, I saw the reports, the yeah. Ocean. Yeah, and it's said that where an eclipse path flows, it can usually you can usually expect to hear a lot more about those countries in the news for the next six months. So we might be seeing um, very strange weather phenomenon, um, you know, in those parts of the world. Uh, We can see it here anyway, can't we? Oh God! Yes, God. It's amazing. So then between the solar eclipse was the 20th of April. There will be a lunar one now on the 5th of May. So that's going to be another powerful one. Okay. We're currently smack bang in the middle of these two eclipses, which is an opportunity to really uncover and discover who you really are.
2: Okay, so good timing.
4: It can bring out the the challenges in people as well. But it's always about learning. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, so there'll be a lot of exciting things going on. And it's interesting, the eclipse will be on the fifth.
2: And then the next day is the is the coronation of Charles the So oh, I'll be curious to see what happens then. That is curious. Okay, we'll be watching with interest around that. Absolutely. Okay, we promised readings, and like every time that you're on the te- what's the WhatsApp and text, it's just blowing steam here. There's that many on it here. But look, we we'll go with the first one that I have for you here. This is Joe, and the date of birth that we have is the fifteenth of the fourth, fifty-five. So you are going to tell us what you're going to do. Actually, how does this work? So
4: I'll just explain what, maybe very briefly, what the, the person, Joe's life purpose is. Yeah. What he or she is here to to learn and evolve with. So Joe is a number three life path. And the three is all about creation, it's about manifestation. I would say Joe is quite creative in their own way. And probably the greatest thing for Joe would be to speak up. Speak their truth um, to be heard. i say a very sensitive soul um might be prone to highs and lows but uh is somebody that is sometimes called the sunshine number so well done joe
2: oh be that's honest. a nice number to be on the whole manifestation yeah. thing absolutely brilliant um okay so we've got a different date for you now this is ella and she is the 7th of the 7th 1980
4: that's a lovely date of birth So Ella is, with those sevens, when numbers repeat, again, when I do a chart, I'm looking at all the numbers and and the name from the person. So for Ella, Ella is, uh, again, I'd say she's quite um, a a studious person or somebody who has a desire for knowledge and wisdom. She's quite multi-talented. So um, she may have had to face, you know, some different things that have gone on in her life, as we all do. But she's a bit of an old warrior, is our Ella and uh, I love that name Ella and you know the seven the seven day the seven month is very much about learning from the past oh. so that would be Ella's thing in life not repeat patterns
2: okay you know. okay great advice to take on board there Ella uh, we're going to go with Jessica now she is the 10th of the 7th 1978 So she's also a Cancerian, just like Ella. But
4: um, so Jessica is born on the 10th day, which would probably suggest that she certainly has leadership qualities. She may be somebody who is the first to do things in her family. Again, Jessica is a five life path. Again, a different combination. But she is here to break through old patterns. So maybe watch out for addictive behavior. Okay. That would be important. Um, But ultimately, recognizing that she is here for a reason and to figure out
2: what it is. Okay, Jessica, that's some good advice there for you. Uh, Laura, she is the 14th of the 1st, 1985. Okay. So Laura
4: is a number 11 life path. And I know you and I love the number 11. We today. do, yeah. 11, 11. 11 is the master number. And again, numbers are just energy, you know, and they are, you know, they're neither good nor bad. They are just vibration, but it's all about what we can learn. So for Laura, she's a high sensitive. Um, I, I can see why she would reach out to someone like me, you know, mm-hmm. because curious but um, the 11 is the master number so it's about really you know learning and deepening her awareness again of who she is and what her purpose is is what I'd say to Laura
2: Okay so she needs to kind of work on that and try and kind of figure that part out which you know it's it's a mystery to a lot of us, don't worry Laura we're all all with you in this one we really are. Uh, Moving on then to Paula and we have the 24th of the 5th 1966 Now, I love when I
4: see patterns. So Paula's born the 24th day, which adds to a six. Then 66 is two sixes. And her date of birth adds to a six. Yes. So the six is one of the, I love the number six. It's all about love. It's all about unconditional love and learning to love herself. That would be Paula's greatest thing in life, is not in an egotistical way, but to love and honour who she is. She's probably very, very... um, detective over her family and friends and probably somebody who loves the idea of love and love in all its forms, I would say. So an,
2: an old romantic. An old romantic, Paula. Uh, now, just, there is so many, so what I'm going to do is here, what I'm going to do is we're going to take a quick break, Gronya, and we're going to go back with one or two. Is that okay with you? That's okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, stay with us.
1: Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show.
0: With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for
5: you. The Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre provides free counselling, complementary therapies, and practical support to people living with cancer and their families free of charge. And you can support this great service by taking part in this year's Women's Mini Marathon. You have the choice to participate in either Dublin or Drogheda on Bank Holiday Sunday, June 4th. All sponsorship received is greatly appreciated in helping to meet the substantial running costs of the centre. So phone the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre today for your sponsorship card and t-shirt on 041 980 5 or email events at gkcancersupport.com.
2: I just want to run. You
0: want it, we got it. This
5: summer, why not transform your home or garden in a one-stop shop
4: at Rue's Home Value Garden Centre and outdoor living department. We have an on-site horticulturist to help you with your choices of beautiful plants, shrubs, flowers and trees. We also stock a fantastic range of outdoor furniture to suit all budgets and garden sizes. So call to ruins Home Value and Kells, County Meads for all your home and garden needs. You won't be disappointed. You want it,
0: we got it.
5: Chemist Warehouse has got big blooming deals this month. Run in store today and stock up with some amazing 99 cent offers. Like Johnson's Baby Powder 200 gram for only 99 cent. Dettol Hand Wash 250ml Assorted variants is perfect for the bathroom and it's just 99 cent each. Practical and a household essential are Kleenex Everyday Pocket Tissues a pack and you can grab for only 99 cent. Chemist Warehouse has loads of other great 99 cent deals. Real brands, real savings. Find Chemist Warehouse in Ashburn Retail Park and Nevin Blackwater Retail parks.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
5: With Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court.
0: Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court.
2: The best in motoring. Here for you. Paula has been on to us on 086-1800-658, 800 She says, thank you so much. You got me too. It's tea. We're talking to Grania, Tyndall, numerologists, all about sort of where we're going in our lives and about Saturn return and all this kind of stuff. So there you go. One, one happy lady there from Paula. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Fantastic. OK, we're going to kick off with another one here. We have Barbara, the 12th of the 12th, 1974.
4: That's a lovely date of birth. Again, when we have a day and a month corresponding, there's usually double energy. So Barbara is a nine life path. So Barbara would be a high creative as well. And probably the greatest lesson for Barbara, again, this is just very short and brief, Mm -hmm. is to, um, to let go to surrender, to not hold on to things. She might be a bit of a hoarder. Okay. Um or hold hold on to old grievances and old hurts as well as physically. So maybe that's the thing to do. Clear out the old so that the new can come in, Barbara.
2: Oh I love that. And you know, there's there's a real energy with decluttering as well. Like as the as in if your space around you is clear of clutter, it's just it does wonders, doesn't it? It surely does. And again, everything is energy and we're energy beings. So if we clear out the old, the new can come in. Absolutely. We've got Alfie. He is the 21st of the 6th, 1953. That's a great date of birth. That's usually the summer equinox. Yes, he's actually and said that. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's
4: also the day, if it's any help to you, Alfie, that Prince William was born.
2: Oh, there you go. Well,
4: <laughs> um, I, I sound like a monarchist. I'm not. I just have an interest in people. So, um, so he is a nine life path as well. Um, and similar to Barbara, it's about that surrender. But it's equally about music. I would say Alfie probably is into music, plays mm-hmm. music, likes music. So music, Music is good for him to raise his vibe. So if he's ever feeling a little flat, because he's born on such an interesting day, the 21st of June particularly is on the cusp of, of also Gemini and Cancer. So it's a really lovely time to be born. The time when the the, the is at its height and the yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So, Alfie, keep playing the music as well. Keep playing the music. Yeah, the music is very important. OK, and we have the last one here. It's Samantha. She is the 21st of the 5th, 85, I think. Yeah.
4: OK, so Samantha is a four life path. Um, so some people who are four life paths need a lot of security and stability and routine. So it would be very important for Samantha to have a ritual to have a a regular routine, you know, step-by-step process to get where she needs to go. But she'd be very loyal in friendships and relationships and she's all about the heart. So the giving and receiving of love I'd say as well for Samantha
2: Yes it looks like what she's saying here is that she's been through a very sort of uh, I'm gathering a difficult uh, six months she kind of hasn't gone into too much detail but she just said I could do with some advice after the last six months so like you're saying there there might be a lot going on for her. so the routine might help settle things down
4: yeah, it's sometimes some some vibrational numbers can just sort of wing it yep. whereas 4s do need to know have a routine and step by step process and also to set goals. If Samantha sets goals um for the next, you know, even for the next few hours has something that's a ritual as opposed to just trying to cram everything in. Okay. by step process with them. Again, I can talk to her yep. for a session privately if that's
2: yeah and you know what people are coming back to me Alfie's delighted he says he loves music plays it all the time uh, we also have Barbara saying 100% true what you've said there as well it's really resonating with people what you're saying uh, Grania. absolutely so Lovely. so as you say we're only scratching this is merely scratching the surface here <laughs> what we're doing It's only a tickle I, <laughs> <laughs> I can go
4: very very deep <laughs> so I'm only just giving the basics but when I work with the client be it virtually which is mainly virtually anyway I can do a session for a half an hour or an hour but ultimately you know the information I give it really is the, the soul remembering
2: mm-hmm. why
4: people are here and it's about it could be about any situation that can be presented I can help people work it out
2: Fantastic and if people want to get in touch numbers4success.com that's the best way? That's it or on, on Instagram or Facebook numbers the number four numbers for success. Anya thank you so much for taking up so much of your time this morning we will have you back on the show we love having you all the positive uh, advice you're giving people thank you so much for joining us today thank you Sinead thank you so much if you missed any of that I promise you I will podcast it out. if you want to listen back to what she said if she did do a reading for you I know I know they're going mad here on, but she, I promise I'll bring her back I will bring her back another time and we'll do another session with her but you can get more detailed numbers for success.com Harrison have I told you lately now it's time for this LMFM Job Search With thanks to LMFM Online Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting bus drivers with full D driver's licence required Apply to jobs at shp.ie Ganson Building requires project managers, engineers and four men in the Meath area To apply, please contact stephen at ganson.ie and the Castletown Road Post Office Dundalk requires a part-time post office assistant. To apply, please email your CV to postmaster.castletownroad at gmail.com Don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search On the way, I've got music from Dermot Kennedy and ABBA for you. Oh,
1: L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 Show
2: I'm just realising that I probably should have played this song after our numerology expert but there you go Dermot Kennedy with Outnumbered A special number for Kilmesson Musical Society because they are going to be marking the Society's 10th anniversary with a show called A Night at the Pavilion. It's going to be staged in the GAA Pavilion in Kilmesson and they're very much celebrating their history and the fact that they've gone from strength to strength since it all began with an enthusiastic group from the local choir under the leadership of the talented Lisa Rooney-Smith. She had a desire to perform something a little different in their local community so this is the culmination now. Ten years later, later and they're going to be doing it in style with numbers from past shows some magical moments and it's going to be in the GAA pavilion in Kilmessan from Thursday 27th to Sunday 30th of April that's this week tickets are on sale right now uh, for the dates you can get them uh, from Anna on 087 or from Centra in Kilmessan. there's Abba oh that was fun wasn't it Thank you so much to all the guests on the show today. Thank you to you for your company. More great chat with Jerry Kelly on the way at half one. That's my lot for today. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll chat to you tomorrow.
1: The 11 to 1 show.